Hey, how's it going? So, welcome to this new podcast. Uh, so, um, well, we'll talk about the podcast. Uh, the title is Puro Tech. If you read that or say that fast enough, it's Puro Tech. Puro Tech. Anyway, we can't think of anything. In, well, that's the best name we've got right now, and I think we'll stick with it. Purotech, of course, means um, uh, all tech, nothing but tech, something like that. And uh, of course, our first agenda for this maiden episode is uh, we'll talk about uh, well, uh, well, the podcast. So we talked about the name Purotech, uh, Purotech, Purotech, Purotech. Okay. Anyway, and then I will talk about the podca- podcast structure. Uh, I'm Filipino, by the way, so English is not my first language. And actually, we'll talk in Filipino or Tagalog. We'll use some Filipino English words here and there. Uh, uh, we'll talk about the podcast structure. Uh, basically, it's... It has, uh, it should have five, six parts. So the first part is what we call the Anong Tecmo segment. Anong Tecmo. So usually we'll have guests, uh, but for this maiden episode, we'll uh, answer that question ourselves, uh, myself first. Anong Tecmo, so Anong Tecmo. Uh, more specifically, I'll talk about my current tech and past and future tech um, and uh, the next part, second part is the BASA segment where we talk about the latest relevant tech news that we've uh, recently read or heard from international tech podcasts uh, in this episode we'll talk about Kodak's uh, financial problems and the upcoming 2012 Consumer Electronics Show in Las Vegas. Uh, and then the next part is the Cheese Miss. Yes, it's Cheese Miss. That's C-H-E-E-S-E-M-I-S-S or Kesong Binibini in Tagalog. So there, uh, obviously, uh, Cheese Miss sounds like cheese. Chismis, chismis, chismis. Uh, we'll talk about tech rumors in this episode. We talk very briefly about a few Apple rumors for this year. There's the, I, the revived iPhone 5 rumors, uh, an iPad 3 and iPad 4 rumors, and an Apple iTV rumor. Um, and uh, being in January, it's the start of a new year, and in fact, uh, it's the it's a new year, both this January, both in the, what I would call the international calendar, uh, people would say it's the Western calendar, or maybe, I don't know, uh, Gregorian calendar, and also in the lunar calendar, of course, or also, uh, of course, it's also called the Chinese calendar, uh, which uh, New Year's Day is January 24, I believe. Uh, So it's a new year. We talk about our tech predictions for 2012. 
in light of what has happened in 2011. So that's the third part <coughs> of the show. Um, <coughs> the fourth part will just feature a video, a cool or funny video. Uh, we call that segment uh, Panoori Moto. And today we'll feature something that's probably kind of gus-gus already, just because, well, we can't find anything new and cool right now. But, uh, yeah. And the last two parts of the show are actually are called the helpline uh, and the buzz line. So the helpline is uh, where we'll give you tips or where we'll answer your tech-related questions, so be it uh, related to your computers, Windows, Mac, Mac OS, uh, your buying tips, buying uh, which tech to buy, uh, gadgets, of course, smartphones, iPhone, iOS, uh, or Android, tablets, uh, well, I don't know much about GPS and stuff, uh, I don't know much about TV, uh, basically I'm a cable cutter right now, cord cutter, but it's more of a financial thing, actually, so, uh, uh and uh, the last, very last part is the buzz line. So uh, any of your phone calls, or voicemails, emails, uh, video voicemails where you talk about yourself, you answer the, maybe you answer the question, Anong tech mo? by yourself. Uh, uh, you have some comments uh, about the podcasts the episodes, uh, what we talk about here, yeah, and you have your own opinions, um, you know, we can feature those, uh, basically, uh, yeah, those emails, voicemails, and video voicemails from you on the buzz line. So, uh, without further ado, we continue on, so basically you can get a picture of what is the, or what are the aims of the podcast. Uh, we'll talk about what people use, what kind of tech people use, uh, different kinds of people. Uh, we'll start off today with what kind of tech I use, and uh, we'll we have the so that's the anong tech mo segment. Then for the basa segment, uh, we'll talk about news, give our opinions about those news, uh, those news uh, items, and so on. Uh, and then the cheese miss, which is explanatory. Uh, and then the Panoorin Moto segment, uh, cool or funny video. And then finally the helpline and the buzz line segments uh, to give you some tips, some tech help, and uh, well, to feature your own voice on this uh, podcast, the Purotech, 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 Purotech. Podcast. Um, so, uh, and obviously, uh, uh, the podcast title Purotech uh, is half Filipino. Of course, tech doesn't really have a Tagalog word. Uh, so, uh, but basically, yeah, our target audience are Filipinos all over the world, and uh, that's mostly because, I mean. It's sort of to fill a need, you know. I'm, I'm a Filipino. I'm based here in Japan right now. 
uh, TV here is quite expensive to buy a TV because now it's all digital here in Japan no more analog TV like we have in the Philippines so uh, digital TV uh, I mean to buy a digital television is itself expensive plus here the system is quite different you know in the Philippines we have free TV as long as you have a TV you get to watch ABS-CBN and GMA and all those network shows here we have to pay a monthly uh, uh, fee just to watch NHK and all of that uh, and it's around 1,000 pesos 2,000 yen so you can imagine it's a lot that's much more than cable TV in fact in the Philippines but of course everything is expensive here in Japan um, you know I'm, I'm here in Japan I don't have TV I only have the internet it's 5,000 yen a month or 6,000 yen a month unlimited very fast very good I'm very satisfied that's around 3,000 pesos a month but um, well so my only source for television and even radio is the internet so I'm glad that uh, for example Magic 89.9 is uh, radio is what I listen to most of the time particularly when Mo Twister was still there uh, and I was driving on my way to work uh, uh, so I listened to well 89.9 basically I also listened to the the are they name their names what's their name the, as a group the boys boys night out <laughs> almost forgot I almost actually now I don't get to listen to magic 89.9 mostly because I now listen to podcasts and uh, I think uh, podcasts are the future you can listen to your favorite show when you want it when you're free when you have the time as opposed to radios radio you know you just listen to uh, what's showing basically and they don't usually have reruns on radio so I mean that's a different audience basically but uh, yeah so that's why I'm also doing this podcast so um, I'm a Filipino here in Japan yeah I for all other Filipinos in other countries or in Japan as well I know you're looking for uh, entertainment and here it is uh, well I don't know if this is entertaining enough but uh, this is just one example of course all of you I encourage you that's what the internet is for you if you can if you have the time make your own podcast publish it uh, you know there's no guarantee of money but uh, like uh, what uh, well I, I listen to this other po podcast the 404 and uh, the, one of their podcasts they said don't do anything for free I mean, if you're good at something, don't do it for free. So, well, I'm not saying I'm good at this. I think I'm, I'm good enough or just fine. Uh, but uh, yeah. Uh, anyway, do your thing. Uh, so yeah, uh, yeah. So of course, uh, this is also for people, for our fellow Filipinos in the Philippines. Uh, We'll use a lot of Filipino Tagalog, as I said, Filipino or Tagalog. I'm sorry, I don't know much about much Bisaya or Ilocano or Kapampangan and so on, Hiligaynon. 
but yeah, it will be in Filipino or Tagalog mostly, with some English and more specifically Filipino English. Of course, our kind of English is a little bit different from American English or from British English or from even from Singaporean English, Japanese English. There's all sorts of different kinds of English in the world. And lastly, I would just like to mention for this brief, and well, not so brief anymore, but uh, for this introduction about the show, we rate, I would rate this show PG-13. Well, yeah. Um, anyway, so we go on to the, the official first segment of the very first episode of our, uh, our Purotech show. Puro Tech Podcast. Uh, so I answered the question, Anong Tech Mo? Uh, so usually we'll uh, have guests and we ask this question to our guests. Uh, but now I'll answer that question. And uh, my answer to that is basically for cell phone. Here in Japan, I have an iPhone 4. Uh, why iPhone 4? Well, you know, basically, um, when I first got here, I got the cheapest phone. It was zero yen phone, and I was paying 150, approximately 200 pesos a month for practically unlimited calls to the same network, SoftBank, by the way, unlimited calls and texts. So, I mean, that's great, right? 150. Uh, 200 pesos per month for unlimited I mean not even in the Philippines we can have that anymore but of course this is SoftBank this is the third maybe just the third third or fourth largest network here so they're they're equivalent to Sun um, basically except they have iPhone exclusivity uh, well at least until the iPhone 4S came out Um, basically I had the cheapest phone first zero yen phone and I was paying 200 yen a month but that's mostly because I was a student there was a student discount at that time I'm locked into a two year contract and then I lost that phone I left it accidentally at the airport Uh, and so for a week or two I didn't have a phone I decided I should get a new phone Uh, I was deciding between an Android phone or maybe a Nokia phone or uh, an iPhone. At that time, uh, this was around October last year, Uh, that time it was the iPhone 4. Of course, I could also get the iPhone 3G. Basically, I don't know why, um, well, the people I asked who owned an iPhone before uh, said, yeah, iPhone's great. My my concern was I've never really used a touchscreen phone, you know, uh, or a touchscreen device. I've used uh, a touchscreen device. My previous uh, phone was a Samsung Omnia, which for which you needed to use a stylus. Although I also used my fingers, and the experience just wasn't great. I mean, yeah, it, it was running Windows Mobile uh, 6 or 6.5 maybe. And it just wasn't great. So, finally, I decided on an iPhone 4. 
and uh, I, I guess and you know I, I'm a satisfied customer. It had a five megapixel camera, uh, Retina display. The display is just great. Um, uh, just the camera itself, I think, is the one of the biggest selling points of this thing. Of course, oh, uh, of course, uh, I, I like the design, at least visually. I mean, from the outside, I like the design of the iPhone more than any of the Android phone phones that was out there back. Uh, I mean, more than a year ago in 2010. Um, of course, there was also the antenna gate problem. So I had to research about that. Is it really a problem? And it turns out it's not really a problem. Apple sort of fixed it with a software update. I don't know. I don't know how a software update. Uh, I'm not sure how that software update uh, settled the problem. I think it just made it cosmetically better. But anyway, uh, I did. I've never really had a problem, you know, with the signal. Although I should mention that, oh, when I switched to the iPhone, uh, now there's, uh, what do you call this? Uh, I, I mean, you have to pay, there's a different rate. So now I'm paying like uh, 1,500 yen per month. That's inclusive of the student discount. That's inclusive of the payment for the phone, installment for the phone, and the internet access. Now, if... I use the internet a lot. I would pay no more than 3,000 pesos a month, approximately. So that's still quite cheap. And the speeds here, I mean, Japan was the first country, I believe, to have 3G. So the internet speeds are quite good. 3,000 pesos a month, including the phone, for two years contract. Not bad. Way to go, SoftBank. Thank you. Um... So, uh, yeah, well, it's great. Uh, yeah, it's great. What can I say? What else can I say? Now, I should also mention, so that's for my Japan phone. I had to get a Japan line because, uh, of course, roaming is uh, expensive. I do have a Globe uh, account that I've had since maybe 2000, 2001. I never wanted to lose that number. Um, so, as I said, I previously had a Samsung Omnia, very bad experience. I mean, Samsung, why would you come out with a very bad product that people, or maybe that you touted to be an iPhone killer? Definitely not. Uh, I mean, maybe it's Windows Mobile, but, you know, it was Samsung's decision to use Windows Mobile. So, anyway. So, uh... It was a, a pain to use, and so for my Globe phone for roaming, I got this Nokia C5. It's basically the classic. It's not a touchscreen phone. It has uh, the numeric keypad, standard numeric keypad. Of course, all Filipinos know Nokia. Uh, we love Nokia. It's the best for texting and just phone calls. You know, so this does. This does it for me. It has a couple of applications in here, uh, a couple of games that are not bad. I mean, considering they're free. This was quite expensive, though. I think it might be six thousand to eight thousand pesos. I forgot. 
Uh, I mean, considering that now there's the Samsung Galaxy Y that's just around 6,000 pesos as well, this was quite expensive, but it's a 3G phone, so it, uh, and uh, basically it also works in Japan. Samsung Omnia also works in Japan, uh, so uh, that's good. I'm able to roam, I'm able to receive text messages. Uh, I can make phone calls, of course, at a slightly higher rate. Uh, you know, I, 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 it's great. When I go to the Philippines, go go to the Philippines, go back or go visit the Philippines, uh, this is my primary phone, uh, primarily for security purposes. Of course, I take the public transportation also, uh, bus, trains, jeepneys, tricycle, and I don't want to be carrying around an iPhone. So uh, this is my primary phone. When I'm in the Philippines, my iPhone becomes an iPod Touch with GPS. So, uh, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, that's... Uh, whoa, we're already 21 minutes in. Uh, so that's me. I also have a MacBook Air 11-inch, 2011, mid-2011. I love it. That's what I'm using right now. Uh, right now I'm using Moso to record this video. Uh, uh, what else? Uh, I also previously owned a MacBook Pro 13-inch, 2009, with uh, Leopard, Leopard Snow, uh, upgraded to Snow Leopard. Of course, this MacBook Air I'm using right now has a Lion, uh, Mac OS X Lion. And, uh, yeah, that's it. Uh, what other tech do I have? Um, well, at the office, I have a Windows uh, machine, of course. Uh, uh, no choice. It's it's quite slow now, but uh, because I've installed a lot of things on it, um, and a lot of I'm a, a an engineer, um, so uh, civil engineer. So a lot of uh, programs that I use are available only on Windows. So that's why I use Windows. Uh, or we use that's why we use Windows uh, at the office. Um, actually, I'm, also, I'm an engineering student right now, to be more s exact. Um, what else? Uh, yeah, previously I owned a uh, Compact Presario. That was 2005. It was widescreen. I bought it because it looked like the MacBook Pro. Basically, I've been a frustrated Mac uh, owner ever since. I mean, I mean, I've never owned a Mac, and I'm frustrated that I have never owned a Mac until I got my MacBook Pro uh, last year, which was a year old model and was quite cheap. It was new, but it was an old model, quite cheap. And uh, yeah, that's uh, all I should mention for now. Uh, so. I, I, I hope you can send us uh, emails and uh, voicemails or video voicemails. Uh, you can send the, uh, us emails at uh, for now uh, me at ronj.com. That's m e at r o n j i e dot com. Uh, uh, yeah, let, let us know what do you do. And uh, what uh, what kind of tech do you use? Uh, and how do you use it? If possible, please limit the voicemails and video voicemails to 30 seconds, okay? 
we will most probably not entertain uh, video or voicemails uh, that are longer than 30 seconds, 45 seconds maybe. Um, yeah, and uh, of course, there's no guarantee we'll uh, read or feature all of your emails and voicemails and video voicemails. So, but please, uh, yeah, we'd like to hear what you use, what kind of tech you use, anong tech mo. And, uh, anong tech you po. Okay, let's go to the next segment, the BASA segment. BASA! Uh, first, uh, well, it's kind of big news. Uh, Kodak, uh, appears to be going headed into bankruptcy uh, very sad of course uh, Kodak was we, we all know Kodak uh, even in Filipino English or maybe now we could say in Filipino uh, we use Kodak to mean uh, you know to take pictures I mean Kodak is synonymous with taking photos you know I mean at least to us Filipinos you know oh Paki Kodak na ito Paki Kodak na kami Kodakin Ano ba yung Nakamuta ko na I forgot uh, But anyway uh, uh, Yeah So They're filing Apparently they're Headed for bankruptcy uh, They're doing stuff uh, They're selling Or there's They have sold off Some of their uh, Businesses To get, get more uh, funding or money, whatever, and uh, yeah, it's very sad. Uh, Kodak, of course, is uh, you know we we also know them for their films uh, and uh, film cameras. Although maybe people don't know this. Uh, I mean, a lot of people probably don't know it, but. Uh, Kodak was actually one of the first to. Ooh, what's wrong? There you go. Kodak was actually one of the first to have a digital camera, uh, but uh, you know it didn't catch on. People didn't buy it. People didn't use it so much. And of course, uh, Nikon and Canon and um, what else? I don't know. Sony, basically these Japanese companies started making better and better products faster than Kodak can uh, and uh, basically Kodak is starting to become irrelevant, basically uh, that, that's really sad, I hope someone I think uh, I think they might be open for, uh, for acquisition I hope that happens and they get taken care of, I mean it's sad uh, to to hear Kodak glow. Uh, of course, uh, of course, they they they're here. They're still here. They're just not so relevant anymore. Oh, Samsung, of course, is another big player now in electronics. Uh, uh, one of the last few Kodak products I've ever used was probably Kodak Gallery at kodakgallery.com uh, it's basically like a photo sharing site and from where you can easily order a few other things like mugs and calendars maybe uh, with your photos on them uh, anyway uh, so that's it 
speaking of uh, electronics, our next uh, tech news that we've been reading a lot about lately is the upcoming Consumer Electronics Show next week in Las Vegas, Nevada. And uh, so that's the 2012 edition, uh, the Consumer Electronics Show, or CES for short. Uh, started in 2004. It's actually a con sort of a continuation of uh, Comdex. I don't know if uh, you've heard about Comdex or if you remember Comdex. Comdex is a uh, uh, the computer dealers exhibition. So it was mostly uh, computers, basically. It ran from 1979 to 2003. It was also held in Nevada. So it stopped, and then 2004, the CES started, and it's not just about uh, computers anymore, it's uh, basically tech-related, so consumer electronics, obviously, uh, it's sponsored or organized by the Consumer Electronics Association, so it's basically an American uh, group. Uh, uh, the big news so far for this new, uh, for the 2012 edition is, uh, uh, Microsoft is announced it's pulling out of CES. So, this 2012, there will be a keynote speech from, I think, from CEO, Microsoft CEO Steve Ballmer, but, uh, they have already announced that this is their last CES. They're going to do their own shows, a la Apple. You know, um, I, I think, I, I mean, Apple, I mean, Apple used, I mean, Steve Jobs used to give keynote speeches, for example, at the Macworld event. It's also around uh, January, I think. But Apple pulled out of Macworld. And then instead they decided it's better if they have their own event that they themselves organized. And uh, so that way uh, they get control over uh, the whole show. And I think that's what uh, Microsoft wants and they see it as a good strategy and uh, they're taking a page out of Apple's book. Well, good for Microsoft, but, uh, and maybe also it's, you know, Microsoft has probably started to become relevant in the whole CES picture, you know. Um, uh, anyway, uh, that's the news for 2012. Just to mention, uh, 2011, uh, there were many uh, tablets introduced, such as Motorola, the Motorola Zoom, uh, and uh, which won Best of Show, Best of CES. Uh, uh, of course, anyway, it flopped eventually. There was also a lot of 4G phones like uh, the HTC Thunderbolt, uh, Motorola Droid Bionic, and so on, uh, which are also flops, mostly. Uh, so this time around, uh, the expectations are that, of course, the tablets came out in last year's CES. Uh, 
because uh, maybe you can attribute it to the launch of the iPad in 2010. And of course, uh, 2011, all these tablets were announced. But at the same time, at, in January 2011, at Apple's own event, they announced the iPad 2, which probably killed it for all these new tablets from last year. Oh, there was also the uh, uh, HP Playbook and the BlackBerry. Oh, I, I think I got it mixed. Oh, anyway, that the HP tablet and the BlackBerry Playbook, I think. I forgot already the HP tablet. Anyway, running WebOS, which... Oh, I, I forgot to mention, I used to have been using a Palm product. So I started with Palm 5X in 2000, I think. Yeah, 2000. Uh, I've until, up until I had an iPhone... Uh, I was also, I was using a Palm TX. I've been a Palm user since then. Uh, I, I think it was a natural transition to the iPhone 4. And that's one of the reasons why I think I felt more at home or more comfortable with the iPhone 4 or with the iPhone in general. Anyway, um, so that's 2011. Uh, tablets and 4G phones, although, I mean, the CES... 2011 CES, but uh, after that, there wasn't really much hype uh, about those tablets and 4G phones. Uh, of course, uh, the Samsung Galaxy Prime came out. Galaxy Nexus Prime. Galaxy Nexus? Yeah, Galaxy Nexus. Uh, which was not announced in CES, I believe. But, I mean, that's the big news of 2011 in terms of 4G phones, Android phones, big phones. And um, uh, in terms of tablet, I guess the Amazon Kindle Fire was the big, big name in tablets outside of the iPad uh, tablet lineup. Uh, 3D was also a big thing uh, back in 2011, uh, although... 3D was a flop, you know, I mean, I mean, there was excitement about 3D because of, uh, what's that movie, The Blue People, oh, I forgot, uh, uh, anyway, for this year, uh, Avatar, yeah, I forgot, this year, uh, uh, the big news is probably more Ultrabooks. Ultrabooks are basically Windows versions, Wintel versions, Windows with Intel processors uh, uh, of the MacBook Air. Very thin, very light, uh, usually no uh, optical drive, no CD-ROM, DVD, uh, CD, DVD, or Blu-ray drive. Uh, so that's, you know, uh, Steve Jobs said in one of, in his keynote when he introduced the MacBook Air, he said, this is, we believe, I, I think th this was back in June 2000, he believed, he said, it, they believe it was the future of uh, laptops, and turns out it's coming true. Um, and uh, 
Yeah, that's. I think that's that's. Those are two big news for the 2012 CES. New Ultrabook announcements. A lot of it. A lot of them. Uh, and Microsoft pulling out of CES. Uh, and uh, now we move on to cheese miss, uh, where we talk about what else but gossips, rumors. Uh, if you've been following rumors uh, closely, last year there were iPhone 5 rumors that were rumored to come out in October, but the iPhone 4S came out instead. Now the iPhone 5 rumors are back. Um, well, yeah, what can you expect? Uh, it's rumored to be thinner, lighter, bigger, bi- has a bigger screen. Uh, there are iPhone 5 mock-ups, uh, concept uh, images uh, out on the internet. If you just search for iPhone 5 rumors on Google, and then click the images tab on the left, you can get a preview of what iPhone 5s might look like. I mean, the iPhone 5 might look like. My best, uh, my, my, yeah, we'll talk about rumors and then at the same time as I'll talk about my predictions. My prediction is it won't be called an iPhone 5. Uh, if so it will only be called an iPhone, a new iPhone. It won't be called an iPhone 4S, iPhone 4 or 4S anymore, if it has a new form factor, definitely. So if it has a new form factor, I think it might be called iPhone 6, because technically that's what it is. It's the sixth generation iPhone. You know, just as uh, the second generation iPhone was called iPhone 3G, the third generation was called iPhone 3GS. So it was iPhone 3G and then some. And then there was iPhone 4, which was the fourth generation. iPhone 4S was the fifth generation, so I think it will be called iPhone 6. Now, I don't know if Apple would want to call it iPhone 6. Um, I mean, if it's, uh, again, if it's it has a brand new form factor, I think they might call it I think they might start to call their products just iPhone and iPad. I mean, I mean, can you imagine iPhone, let's say, iPhone 23? That's not going to happen. I think they'll just call it iPhone uh, and then just associate the release date with it, just as, uh, you know, the MacBook line, MacBook Air, MacBook Pro, uh, Mac Mini, they're they're associated with their their release date, month and year. So I think that's the future for at least the naming of the iPhone, uh, if it has a new form factor. Now there are rumors that uh, it could be called the next iPhone might be the iPhone 4GS, which is possible, but I think that will frustrate a lot of people because. Uh, it will be called an iPhone 4GS because it will have 4G, but at the same time, it will look the same as the iPhone 4 and iPhone 4S. I think they won't do that. I think they will go 4G with a brand new form factor, and I uh, they won't call it iPhone 5. 
they'll just probably call it iPhone, and they will be, uh, uh, what do you call that? Uh, yeah, what was I saying? I forgot. iPhone 5. No, not iPhone 5. It will have 4G. Uh, anyway, uh, oh, I think it, uh, form factor-wise, it will have an aluminum backing. It will look like the iPad, except it's smaller and thinner. It's more beautiful. It's pretty. It's nice to hold in the hand. It's still going to have 3.5-inch uh, screen. That's my prediction. Uh, it will, of course, still have the Retina display. Uh, it will have, uh, will still have maybe an 8 megapixel camera, but uh, it's got to be an improvement to the camera. Basically, it might, it might be just the front-facing camera that will have an improvement. Uh, it will look like an, like I said, a smaller iPad 2, much smaller iPad 2, or I think it will look like the iMac without the stand except it's that small. Um, everything else will be the same. It will have, it will come out with iOS 5, but iOS 6 will also come out this year. I don't know what, what you they can bring to iOS 6, actually, except that iOS 6, I think, will be coming out together with a brand new Apple television not television set-top box like the Apple TV right now. I think they might call it the iTV. It will be, what, 32 inches to 50, 55 inches. Uh, there will be a number of uh, sizes there. Um, iPhone, iTV. I'm not even sure if they'll call it iTV, but uh, because the Apple TV used to be known as iTV. But, of course, iPhone is a phone, iOS phone, iPad is a pad-like thing, tablet, uh, that iOS tablet, so it's iPad, should have been iTab, but I think iPad sounds better, uh, iTV, yeah, it's an iOS TV, that's what I think, and I, my prediction is, that, that's the rumor, okay, there's not, uh, much details yet, except people have said there's uh, already a 50-inch uh, TV prototype in Joni Ives' workshop, secret, top secret workshop at Apple headquarters. I think it, Apple will come out with a touchscreen TV. They will have maybe like, uh, I don't know, 14-inch TV. It's thin. It's like a big tablet but it's intended to be a TV that you can hold by yourself, you know, enjoy TV. It will have some sort of dock you can put it into and watch it like a TV with a distance. And then, uh, but if you hold it near you, you can, you know, control it, swipe through it and stuff. It's basically iOS, and I think it's iOS 6. Um, but if the larger versions are touchscreen. You could put them on, on the table, a la Microsoft table. You know, I mean, I don't know why Microsoft doesn't have that yet. Uh, but anyway, it's got to be, you could put it on the, it's, the larger screens uh, are big. They can be carried uh, by one person. You could put them on the table, swipe through the, the menus, 
and then it, you can there, there will be some sort of mechanism so that you can uh, watch it. I mean, it will be in a vertical position. You can watch it from afar. Uh, I think that's I think that's the future of televisions. You know, at least or at least the next generation televisions, touch screen televisions, and of course iOS six has Siri uh, out of beta, and you can also control your television uh, by voice. I think you can also control your television using an iPad or an iPhone app. Uh, maybe there's sort of AirPlay. Uh, you can use you can use the iPad as a keyboard. You're watching television. Uh, if you don't have an iPad, you can use the television itself. Bring it up to you and type on it and whatever. Uh, so that's it. Uh, yeah, that's iTV. Now, in terms of iPad, I think there will be an iPad three. Again, iPad three as a name is fine. It might be iPad two S. Who knows? I think. Uh, Apple could start a two-year cycle on the iPad, uh, but at the same time, if it was an iPad 3, uh, it should have a new form factor, but uh, at the same time, like I said, they might just call it an iPad 2012 model. Uh, what's new with the iPad? Well, better cameras, better display. They'll still have the iPad 2 and maybe the iPad 1, uh, at cheaper prices to c compete with Amazon, Amazon's Kindle Fire, uh, which has sold a lot because of, of course, just the $200 price point as opposed to $500, $600 for the iPad. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, basically that's it. That's all that I can say that I can think of or predict for 2012 and that's all just Apple products uh, I do think Apple could also make a 7 inch tablet but they're not going to call it a tablet they're not going to call it an iPad or an iPad mini iPad mini I think they, they're going to call it iBook and it's specifically for reading uh, and that is what's going to compete with Amazon Kindle Fire. It makes sense, if you ask me. Of course, I said it, so it, if you ask me, it makes sense. But, um, yeah, imagine it. iBook. 7-inch or maybe 6-inch tablet. Uh, uh, E-reader, actually. I think it will be in color because a lot of books on iBooks are in color. Uh, uh, I think you can also read news on it. Uh, watch videos, look at photos, browse the web, but it is going to be a very light, like it's like an underpowered, a smaller iPad, similar to the Kindle Fire. That's what basically it is. It's a different category altogether, but this one's going to look prettier, going to be more responsive, and uh, just it's going to be better than the Amazon Kindle Fire, and it's going to compete with the Amazon Kindle Fire. I mean, I think, man, that would be just great. I mean, although, yeah, I mean, e-ink, of course. I mean, Amazon Kindle, not the Kindle Fire, is great. All those e-book readers, e-ink, 
e-readers uh, are great. I don't know if Apple can would want an e-ink. I mean, for reading, e-ink is just really great. But uh, as I said, Apple has color and interactive books on its iBook store. Uh, so I think, uh, yeah, they, they won't do e-ink, but it would just be great to have a 7-inch reader. Uh, I, I don't need to play games on it. It doesn't have to have a very strong processor uh, to play games. It's just for reading, mostly, uh, including news reading, at least, uh, and a little bit of videos, maybe. Uh, so that's it. That's uh, what else? Um, yikes. We're already at 48 minutes. I didn't think it would be this long. I have too much to say. Uh, of course, uh, uh, in terms of phones, uh, I think Samsung will have, uh, you know, I, I also, I, I forgot to mention, I won a Samsung Galaxy Y, that's called the Sam Samsung Galaxy Ace Plus in the U.S. It's a small phone, uh, relatively affordable, low resolution, uh, low resolution. Low res display, low res camera, but it's great. If you just, I mean, if I was in the Philippines and you know, I can't afford an iPhone, I would buy Samsung Galaxy Y. And uh, you know, uh, it people, of course, it looks like the iPhone 3G, as people have pointed out on the internet. But I mean, it's it's good enough. I try. I, I mean, it's not the fastest processor. Like AmbiBirds sometimes slows down a little bit, uh, but uh, you know, I mean, that's that's the price you pay. It's just six thousand pesos or six thousand five hundred pesos. It's great for that price. That's what I'm saying. Uh, I, I think so. I, I'm, I'm thinking Samsung phones, the higher end phones, might be just as good as well. I'm, unfortunately, I haven't tried them. I have tried a uh, Toshiba Android phone, and it sucks. I don't know why they make these kinds of phones that are not so responsive, but you know, they sell. And they're probably cheaper than the iPhone, so they sell. But uh, anyway, um, uh, what else? Uh, yeah, I think Samsung will come out with a few new phones, a few new tablets. I think Windows 8 is going to be great. I mean, better than Windows Vista, definitely. I mean, the Metro UI, that's what you call innovation. I mean, even on Windows Phone 7, Mango, for example, which features the Metro UI, it's found on Nokia, by the way. Um, that's just great, you know. Um, oh, I also think uh, uh, the iPhone might have... Uh, some connectivity with the iPhone, with the iPod uh, Nano. Of course, the, I remember that because of the Nokia Lumia 800, I think, which runs the Windows, which runs Windows 7, Windows Phone 7. Uh, uh, they, it looks like a large iPhone, uh, iPod Nano, the, that Nokia. Uh, you know, go search that up on the internet. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think I uh, Apple could do phones like that, cheap cheap phones look with 
cheap, colorful phones, simple phones that uh, that are like equivalent to the iPod Nano, and they're they're just cool. They're great. You can talk, and then you can wear them on your wrist with a Nano uh, wristband, and then you can make phone calls like you know, like they do in the past. Hey man, where are you? Stuff like that. And uh, yeah, we're, you know what? Uh, we should have a one-hour limit for this podcast. It's we're just eight minutes left. Uh, yeah, we have. Uh, we'll feature uh, this. Uh, you've all probably seen this Volkswagen commercial entitled "The Force." It's really cute. It's really funny. Well, it's really cute more than funny, I would say. But uh, anyway, here we show you the making of that video. And that video is uh, just a little, a little over a minute long. Um, yeah, here it is. And finally, um, we go to the helpline. We don't have any phone calls or emails just yet. Uh, instead, uh, now we'll give you a Facebook gaming tip. Uh, Facebook gaming tip. You know, I, I play Cityville a lot. Uh, my tip is use this other Facebook app. I think it's reliable. It's safe. It's called Auto Collect Games Bonuses. I, yeah, Auto Collect Games Bonuses. It's uh, at apps.facebook.com/slash/autocollectbonuses. So uh, that helps a lot. You get to help out a lot of people. You don't miss out on rewards. Uh, so you know you level up basically. You you can use it on a lot of different games. Uh, City Bill is one. Um, Sim Social, of course, is another. Bejeweled Blitz, Adventure World, uh, Maf Mafia Wars One and Two, uh, Farmville, Farm Town. Uh, what else? Uh, the yeah, the Smurfs, uh, Treasure Isle. Basically, almost every single Facebook game out there. Empires and Alleys. It's the number one Facebook game. I forgot. Gardens of Time is the number one Facebook game I heard. Uh, if you haven't heard yet. Uh, yeah. So I, ho I hope you use that. Uh, you get to help your friends and neighbors and whatnot. 
uh, yeah, uh, again, it's at apps.facebook.com slash autocollectbonuses. It's great. I use it a lot. Uh, you get to help friends, and you get to get a lot of rewards. You don't miss out on rewards. And uh, that's our helpline uh, segment for now. For Buzzline, of course, we don't have any buzz yet from our uh, listeners. We don't have listeners yet, probably. Uh, but, you know, you can email us at me at rong.com. That's uh, our temporary email address, me, M-E at ronge.com, R-O-N-J-I-E dot com. Uh, you know, uh, you can uh, send us anything, basically. Uh, but uh, we'd like to hear... Uh, you, we'd like to hear you answer the question, anong tech mo? So, anong, uh, anong klase mga gadgets ang ginagamit uh, nyo? Uh, you know, it would be helpful if you tell us what do you do for a living. Let's say if you're a pilot, or if you're a civil engineer, you're assigned to construction sites, or you're a blogger, or whatnot. Uh, you know, tell us what kind of tech gadgets do you use and use often for your craft. And uh, you can also send us voicemails, uh, find a way to record your voice uh, and uh, digitally, and then you can email us that audio file, or uh, you can send us a video voicemail, record a video of yourself, uh, you can try to email, email us your video, uh, but uh, we suggest uploading to your video to YouTube or video, Vimeo or similar sites, and then send us a link to that video, and that would be great. Uh, we just ask that you limit your voicemails and video voicemails to 30 seconds, and we cannot gu- guarantee that your email voicemail or video voicemail will be featured on the show in full or in part. Basically, you know, if it's uh, uh, there's nudity or there's, uh, you know, whatever that we feel is not appropriate or inappropriate for the show, we won't show it. Um, uh, yeah, that's uh, the show. Uh, wow, I, I didn't believe, I, I mean, I never thought it would uh, reach an R. Uh, we just, but I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Uh, until the next episode of Puro Tech, All Tech, No Tech, whatever. Uh, for all Pinoys uh, all around the world. Uh, my name is Ronji.com. This is Ronji.com. Yeah, that's my name. And uh, uh, I'll see you. We'll see you next soon. Uh, next soon. We'll see you next time. 